Hello, smarty listeners. This message goes out to all the teachers, principals, teacher's assistants, and school librarians. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do as educators. To show our gratitude for all your hard work, long hours, and dedication to teaching, we are now offering free Who Smarted Plus subscriptions for all educators. That's right. You can now play Who Smarted without any ads or interruptions in your classroom to help make learning fun and keep the smarting going during break times, lunch times, or anytime. Who Smarted can even be used to satisfy some common core curriculum or as part of assignments or lessons. If you are an educator, just go to whosmarted.com and click educators. And smarty pants and smarty parents, please feel free to let your teachers know about this. Again, that's whosmarted.com. Click educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey, parents. Are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you've made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. Psst. Hey, Smarty Pants, over here. Shh, quiet. Oh, sorry. Right now, I'm in a movie theater catching a matinee or afternoon showing of a cool science fiction movie. But for me, part of the fun of going to the movies is enjoying classic movie snacks. Do you like to eat snacks while you're watching a movie? Go ahead, shout out some snacks that you eat at the movies. Hush! Sorry, sorry. On second thought, whisper your snacks. Ah, I'm hearing Skittles, Swedish Fish, Raisinets, Snow Caps, all great movie candies. Ooh, nachos and pretzel bites are good too. Ah, but there's one delicious, salty, buttery, sometimes cheesy or caramel-covered snack that's practically synonymous with watching movies, both in the theater and at home. In fact, that's what I'm snacking on right now. Zip it. Sorry. Did you say popcorn? Great. Popcorn is one of the most popular snack foods in the world, especially in America. How popular, you ask? Why? If you went to the movies and ordered one of those super large popcorn buckets, you know, the five-quart one that could, like, fit on your head, you'd need three billion of them to hold all the popcorn eaten in America each year. That's right, three billion super large buckets of popcorn every year. That's a lot of popcorn. That's it. I'm getting the manager. So, how was popcorn invented? What makes it pop? And... How did popcorn become so connected to watching movies? There he is. Excuse me, sir. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. I promise. Okay, but last chance. Get ready for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smarted? 
See for yourself why there's no showtime treat to equal the crisp, delicious flavor of hot popcorn that's bathed in real melted butter. It's at the concession stand now. Mmm, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh popcorn at a movie theater. Movies and popcorn have been connected for many, many years. But why? And how? Quick question, which has been around longer, movies or popcorn? Did you say popcorn? Great. Popcorn has been around a lot longer than movies. In fact, popcorn is one of the world's oldest snack foods. Fun fact. People have been making popcorn for thousands of years, but it's actually a uniquely American treat, first made by America's indigenous people. That's right. Archaeologists discovered 4,000-year-old popcorn in a place known as the Batcave. To the Batcave. Well, not that Batcave. Ancient popcorn was found in an actual cave filled with actual bats in New Mexico. Farther south, in the South American country of Chile, people found thousand-year-old popcorn kernels in such good shape they could still be popped today. Historians say the Aztec Empire, which ruled central Mexico around 600 years ago, became powerful in part because of its successful popcorn crop. The Aztecs were known to use popcorn as decorations, putting it on headdresses and using it to adorn costumes for ceremonies and festivals. Whoa, that dress is popping. Okay, so we know popcorn's been around for a long, long time. But do you know how it's made? True or false, any type of corn can be made into popcorn. The answer is false. Popcorn is a very specific type of corn, and it is the only one that can pop. The crop known as corn is also called maize. Do you know what plant family maize belongs to? Is it the squash family, the grass family, the potato family, or the candy family? Now, while popcorn is often sold with candy, it's not candy itself. In fact, maize is most closely related to grass. So how does a special type of grass pop? Well, it all has to do with its shell. Unlike the corn you might have at dinner or at a barbecue, popcorn should not be eaten right off the cup. Trust me, you wouldn't like it. Yuck. Too crunchy, too hard. Yow! I think I broke a tooth. Yep, popcorn kernels are very hard. If you've ever made popcorn at home, you may have noticed some unpopped kernels in the bowl or bag. And chances are, you're not eating them. But it's these hard shells which give popcorn the ability to pop. How so? Inside each hard kernel is two things, water and starch. When the kernel is heated, the water becomes steam and the starch becomes liquid, creating pressure inside. The pressure builds and builds and builds until the shell cannot contain it anymore. And then the shell explodes. Within a fraction of a second, the liquid starch cools and creates tons of tiny solid bubbles that come together to make the light, fluffy natural treat that you know as popcorn. And once it's popped, you can add butter or cheese powder or all sorts of flavors and seasoning. After all, popcorn pretty much goes with anything. The Native Americans introduced popcorn to the Europeans who settled on the continent, leading some people to believe that popcorn was part of the very first Thanksgiving dinner. 
Uh, excuse me. We pilgrims have much to be thankful for today. Uh, for example, this delicious popcorn. We have butter-flavored, lightly salted, kettle corn, caramel, and my favorite, white cheddar. Please help yourself. There's enough for everybody. And we can certainly pop some more in the microwave if need be. wants to watch a movie. Yeah, this didn't really happen. Not the microwave, the movie, the flavored popcorn, or any popcorn, actually. While the Native Americans helped pilgrims grow corn, they grew a type called Northern Flint, which doesn't pop. At the time of the explorers, popcorn was scarce in much of what is now the United States. It remained mostly in Central and South America and didn't arrive east of the Mississippi River until the 1800s. Ah. Historians say at that time, whale hunters traveling to South America likely brought popcorn back to New England about 200 years after the first Thanksgiving. But soon, popcorn was popping up everywhere. New methods in farming and plowing in the 1800s led to widespread corn growing in the United States, and the Midwest became famous for its corn belt. Today, most of the world's popcorn is grown there. Do you know what state makes the most popcorn? Is it A, Nebraska, B, Indiana, C, Iowa, or D, Hawaii? No, Hawaii is not part of the Midwest. Indiana and Iowa are in the Corn Belt and grow lots of popcorn. But it's A, Nebraska, that grows the most, making about 250 million pounds of popcorn every year. Whoa. In 1885, inventor Charles Creter created a device that gave popcorn an advantage over another new snack at the time, the potato chip. See if you can guess how popcorn became a winner. Charlie boy, good to see you. What's that, a new gizmo? Howdy, George. I call this a popcorn popper. I tinkered with the peanut roaster to make it. It uses a steam engine to pop kernels and stir them as they're seasoned. It fits in a wagon so I can take it anywhere and makes lots of popcorn and money. Ha! Popcorn may be novel, but it's no match for my chips. Really? Let's make some and see. Here I go. Yes, well, to make my chips, I first have to slice potatoes. Then I have to soak them for 30 minutes or so. Then pat them dry. Next, I need to fire up my stove. And fry them in hot oil. And... Why, Charles, are you eating already? Why, yes, Georgie boy. My popcorn was done minutes ago. I gotta say, that's a lot faster than making chips. And you can pop popcorn anywhere. I need to cook my chips in a kitchen. What can I say? You want some? Yeah, I want some. Soon, popcorn became a favorite snack food everywhere. Pushcarts with Charles Creter's invention were popping corn all over the country. And that freshly popped popcorn smell proved to be irresistible. 
and people weren't having it just as a snack. Some people ate it for breakfast with milk, just like cereal. <laughs> breakfast cereal pioneers John and Ella Kellogg praised popcorn as a wholesome and excellent food to be had at breakfast and other meals. Soon after, Kellogg's invented a corn-based cereal called, you guessed it, cornflakes. <sighs> but not everyone loved popcorn. This is a movie theater. No popcorn allowed. Believe it or not, way back in the day, movie theater owners hated popcorn and wouldn't allow it inside movie theaters. Huh? Any ideas why not? Think about it while we take a quick popcorn break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when you sign up now at iXL.com slash smarted. Visit iXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. iXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at iXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From calorie smart to protein plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor Meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box 
plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted. Today, you can't imagine a movie theater not having popcorn. But way back in the early days of moviegoing, popcorn was forbidden. Get out and stay out. But why? Well, in the 1920s, movie theaters were known as luxurious places for the rich and sophisticated to enjoy the cinema. Theaters were called palaces and had beautiful, fancy chandeliers, ornate decorations, and lush carpets. The last thing that a theater owner wanted was messy snacks spilled all over the floor or the loud sounds of popcorn munching distracting people during a film. Shh, quiet! But it wasn't long before movies became entertainment for the masses, not just the rich. And as millions flocked to theaters, popcorn vendors saw a money-making opportunity. They parked their carts outside the theaters and sold popcorn to people going in. Popcorn here! Get your fresh popped popcorn here! This annoyed theater owners, who told people to get rid of their treats before taking their seats. Well, like many people do with snacks today, (laughs) people hid their popcorn and snuck it into the theater to enjoy with the movie. Ah. Eventually, movie theaters gave up banning the food, and in a classic case of, if you can't beat him, join him, they saw their own opportunity to make lots of money themselves by selling popcorn in their lobbies. Did I say no popcorn? I meant mo popcorn. When much of the country was unemployed and low on money during the Great Depression of the 1930s, popcorn was a popular treat because it was cheap, and movies provided an escape that people needed. The movie theaters that sold popcorn survived the rough times, and since then, movies and popcorn were linked. Popcorn. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. But popcorn isn't just for movie theaters. When people began watching movies at home, on television, or using video players, popcorn remained part of the experience. First, there was Jiffy Pop and other stovetop popcorn. Then, in the 1980s, a new invention simplified home popcorn popping. Any idea what it was? Why, of course, the microwavable popcorn pouch. This allowed people to pop popcorn with a push of a button. Popcorn eating increased by tens of thousands of pounds per year, thanks to this little creation. And having fresh popcorn with a movie has never been easier. Hush! I'm trying to watch the film. Sir, I gave you one last chance. Come on, gotta go. I'm leaving, I'm leaving. But do I still get the free popcorn refill? A huge shout-out to superfan Sonny in Washington State, who loves Who Smarted so much that they won't even listen to other podcasts. That is one dedicated Smarty Pants. This episode, Popcorn, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Kim Davis, Gia Davis, Adam Tex Davis, Sheffield Chastain, Brandon Bayless, Max Kamaski, Taya Garland, and Jerry Culver. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Culver. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. 